Welcome to a brand new episode of This Week in Apps. This week's insights include a new overnight success, the highest earning and most downloaded games, and more. So stay tuned. And in case you're new here, I'm Ariel from AppFigures, and every week I round up the most interesting updates from the world of mobile apps and games so you can stay in the loop. Let's get to the insights. A new-ish app jumped to the top of the App Store last week and in a true overnight success fashion, dropped far and fast within just a few days. In case you haven't seen it, I'm talking about MD Vinyl, an app that adds a widget to your iPhone with a spinning record while you listen to your music. Yep, that's pretty much it. This is what it looks like. Let's have a look at what being an overnight success this summer means in terms of downloads and revenue. So MD Vinyl claimed the number one spot in the US App Store between Tuesday and Saturday last week, but it didn't magically appear there. Instead, it slowly traveled up the top charts for a few days. It had a similar trend while going down. Before this crazy week started, the five-month-old app was getting around 1,000 downloads a day, according to our estimates, that is. Considering what it does, that's a bit higher than I would expect, but those are the numbers. It then started climbing the charts, peaking at 241,000 downloads last Friday. That's massive. Our estimates put the total for the last 30 days at a million downloads worldwide, a little over half of which came from the US. And this is the App Store only because this is an iOS app only. But easy come, easy go. By Tuesday, MD Vinyl was no longer the top app. It actually disappeared completely from the top app list in the US. According to our estimates, on Tuesday, MD Vinyl saw around 18,000 downloads, a fraction of last Friday. And here's the kicker. I've not been able to figure out what caused MD Vinyl to pop. I couldn't find a clever TikTok campaign or even an accidental one, and I searched. If you have a clue, please let me know. And also, give this episode a like, please, and thanks. But more importantly, regardless of how, what this shows is that it's possible to rise up the charts even in 2022, and actually even more so in 2022. And I also promise revenue, which MD Vinyl earns using an in-app purchase, not a subscription. That in-app purchase unlocks unlimited songs. So I forgot to mention that even though the songs come from Apple Music or Spotify, MD Vinyl won't spin them unless you pay. So does popular mean money? And the answer in this case is I don't think so. According to our estimates, MD Vinyl earned just $44,000 of net revenue in the last 30 days. So a million downloads, number one spot, $44,000. At a one-time cost of $2.99, that nets out to roughly 21,000 purchases, which, if you continue doing the math, suggests about 2.1% of downloads turned into money. And it's not a subscription, so in my opinion, that's pretty low. More and more importantly, make sure your app has a business model that makes sense, because you might rise to the top of the app store, and then that's going to make a big difference. Also, check the grammar of your paywall. MD Final didn't, and I can't unsee it anymore. By the way, if these insights are interesting, please take a second and click the like button. More likes means more people will get to see this episode. We all want that, me and you. Okay, next. The Mega Millions Lottery had its biggest pool last week, a whopping $1.3 billion. I'm not a lottery player, so I didn't care much about it until I noticed this craze has also taken over mobile. Of course it did. I mean, of course. Jackpocket Lottery, not Jackpot, Jackpocket, rose to the top of the US App Store last week because it lets people buy lottery tickets from their phones. Something I didn't actually think was legal, but seems to be. Here's what's interesting. Jackpocket isn't an official app. It's a third-party app. 
And as everyone raced towards the opportunity of becoming a billionaire, Jeff Pocket Lottery was downloaded more than a million times, according to our estimates. And that's in just a few days. Downloads peaked on Thursday at a little over 234,000 downloads, the majority of which came from the App Store and declined sharply over the weekend and after the draw. I mean, that makes sense. While the numbers are pretty big, none of this is surprising. A lot of money on the line got people to do what's easiest, and that was to burn their cash using an app. There are quite a few casino games that will allow you to do that in case you're interested. But more serious now, this is another trend that brings more IRL interactions, real-life interactions, which tend to be more strict when it comes to lottery, into mobile devices where they're easier, smoother, and way more convenient. So what's going to move next? Speaking of IRL, scooter rentals app usually peak in August. That's been the case every year since electric scooters became a serious mode of transportation just a few years ago. With August kind of ahead, I wanted to look at 2022's numbers to see if we should be expecting a spectacular year for scooters or whether the craze is all done and micro-mobility, as scooters tend to be called, is dead. Well, let me just tell you, 2022 is going to be big, if that was the question. I've charted the downloads of Bird and Lime in the US. These are the two most popular options and also the most available ones. And I focus on the US because it's where most of the demand is coming from. Plus, the two aren't really available in the same countries and I wanted to keep this an apples to apples comparison. With the exception of April of 2020, which was COVID, downloads have been consistently rising on pretty much an annual cycle, which means growing more in the summer and less in winter, which makes sense. I mean, these aren't really the best when it's cold and raining, but they're super fun when it's nice and sunny. Back to downloads. According to our estimates, Bird and Lime saw 250,000 new downloads in July of 2020 each. That nearly doubled to 440,000 in July of 2021 for Bird and a tiny bit less for Lime. It's dragging a little bit behind. In July of 2022, Bird welcomed 615,000 new users from the US and Lime saw just about 540,000 according to our estimates. And if you do the math quickly, August should add close to three quarters of a million new users for Bird alone and just a bit less for Lime, and that's only in the US. So yes, I predict August 2022 will be the biggest month of downloads for those two. Now, July is behind us, which means it's time for me to crunch the numbers and rank the most downloaded mobile games in the world as I do every month. And it's summer, so I expect more downloads. But <laughs> let's start at the top. Stumble Guys was the most downloaded game in the world in July with 34 million estimated downloads. It almost tied last month's winner, Subway Surfers, but beat it by just a few downloads. And if you're thinking what I'm thinking, the answer is yes. Stumble Guys is a hyper-casual title. App tracking transparency and all hyper-casual titles still managed to make its way into 34 million devices. <laughs> Roblox, Candy Crush Saga, and Bridge Race round up the top five. A couple of noteworthy mentions from July's rankings. Among Us made the list again. Remember Among Us? Hooray! Downloads have been stagnant for a while now, but rose a bit in July, enough to push it back into our list. Seeing Among Us not becoming Angry Birds is a good reminder that success isn't just about luck. Two China-only titles made the list on the App Store side. Dark Zone Breakthrough at number 6, and I think that's how you translate it, in Honor of Kings at number 8. Considering both are only available in China, and I'm not including derivatives or similar or kind of like the same apps, that's a pretty serious achievement. Together, the top 10 most downloaded games in the world made their way into 184 million new devices, but that's nearly 10% lower than June, according to our app intelligence. 
app tracking transparency is probably to blame. But beyond that, there hasn't been a breakthrough success this summer like there has been in years before. That means there's probably room for that to happen. But it might just mean we won't get one. What's your summer favorite? What should I check out? What should I be playing? Let me know in the comments. I really want to find something. This week, I also rank the highest earning games in the US in July. Judging by the big drop in downloads, I expected a drop in revenue as well, but the numbers really surprised me. Let's start in reverse this time. The top 10 highest earning games in the US in July raked in $421 million of net revenue, according to our estimates. That's a little more than 6% higher than July. That's a big difference. Candy Crush was the highest earning game in the US again, bringing in more than $129 million of net revenue, or roughly $184 million of gross revenue from the App Store and Google Play, according to our estimates. Wow, Candy Crush is on fire these days. It set a new record for itself and for our ranking a few months ago and continued to break that record monthly. It's hard to beat a well-known name, I guess. Roblox was a distant second in the race, earning less than half. Still nice, $60 million of net revenue. And keep in mind, net means after. Apple and Google take their 30% chunk. Pokemon Go, Coinmaster, and Bingo Blitz round up the top five. And if you're comparing this list to June's, you'll notice there are quite a few replacements, meaning the highest earning games aren't stagnant. That's good news. The names aren't that new though, so it's not easy to get there, but success isn't impossible. And this is a small portion of a broader trend I'm seeing here, and that's rising revenue for games. I'll leave you with a question. Is it possible that the lack of silly games, the kind app tracking transparency made harder to push, is getting users to focus their in-game spending on the games that are still out there? Let me know what you think in the comments, and that's all I have for you this week. Before you go, check out last week's episode to see the most popular non-native frameworks. And if you want more episodes like this one, make sure to subscribe. I'll see you next week.